Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. And this, oh. <laughs> and this very oh. sensual episode, we'll be talking about oh, movies, nipples. about TV shows, about video games, as we do every week, I suppose. But it's sexy this week. Oh. For no real reason. We just, we're feeling ourselves. Oh, God, I feel myself so. Oh. We've had some salmon. We've had some fried air fried potatoes. Mm, broccoli. A good, a good night, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a good one, right? I think so. Uh, oh. 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 That's how it usually goes for me. Yeah, too. it is. Um, but yeah, Ryan, how's it how's it been? How's how's work been for you? This- Pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> my job is like bent me over the table, put a fist in my asshole. It's like going to an orgy that you're the main attraction. There's no lube for you. Wow, just for you. Yeah, but, just for you. But for everyone else. Oh, uh, they have their own lube, but they're not using it on you. They're just like sandpaper what city. They, what are they using it for then? I probably need to go elsewhere for other people. Maybe they maybe do. they're putting the lube in front of me and be like, we're not going to use this. We could, but we're not. That's the way it feels at work. Here's a gallon of it. Yeah. We're going to pour it all down the drain and you're yeah. going to watch. As we, I want you to watch. Fucking fist fuck you in the butt. <laughs> we'll probe your dick hole. That's the thing that oh, people are into. The word probe. I don't know why people are into that. That's weird. Yeah. No, I'm just. Mm, I'm that just makes me feel weird. Making me think uncomfortably about Hank Hill and his narrow urethra, which they like to talk. Oh about. yeah, you're watching that. How far have you made it in there? We're almost at the end of season two. Has he said the weird? Oh, we talked about that last week. Weird Al committed suicide twenty years ago. Yes, we did. we did, and absolutely not true. I know <laughs> I we like, are what? mere years away from white nerdy. Well, I mean, we are. I mean, there's a movie twenty years later about him with fucking Harry Potter. Man, taking over the a, home. What an absolute <laughs> changing of the guard we've had here, where the kid who played Harry Potter is old enough to play Weird Al now. Yeah, and but he's way buffer than and the person Weird Al. That wrote Harry Potter. Nobody wants to talk about her anymore. <laughs> I, um, I had a dream. I don't. Was it a dream, or are they coming out with another movie for Dumbledore? I think it's really happening. No, it's in the uh, the. Uh, what what's it called? The trailer. This not the Stranger Things universe. The um, Harry Potter. Fantastic Beasts universe. Yeah, they're coming out with another movie, right? Yeah, they're doing another one. Why? And, and they've got the Hogwarts Legacy thing where they're like, "Hey, it's like the 1800s." <sighs> so there's no Twitter in this in this game. There's no definitely no Twitter. Oh man! <laughs> I, so I haven't seen the last Fantastic Beasts movie. 
But I could tell you that the second one was really bad. Oh, I can tell you all day. It was so bad that we decided we were going to skip. We literally sat in your living room, and I remember it was a very chill night. We just talked about how terrible that movie was. I went to go see that at the Kernersville Theater, I think. Went to go see. I think that that was the point where I was questioning whether I wanted to keep doing this podcast, because I went and saw it at like 11.30 p.m. by myself. Oh, God. And it was horrible. Horrendous. I I drove. It was like it was 1.45 a.m., and I remember driving home. It was cold outside, and I was in such a bad mood after that. The first one was really good. Well, the first one was good. I, I don't know if it was really good. I think that was entertainable enough to watch it again. The second one was not. It was. It's so crazy that you've got Newt and his little beasts in the in his briefcase, and they're like, "Oh, this is what it's going to be called," but he's going to be less and less important and relevant they the really pushed they, him out man they, it's called fantastic beast there's crowded, nothing fantastic and no beast they crowded him out of his old spinoff i mean by, that, be like that sometimes by yeah by the second movie they're like yeah this guy's just kind of around and then johnny Depp, they're like in paris but you can't really tell and then everyone's gonna just gonna show up in like 20 minutes before the end to be like this is my backstory. I was on this boat and this <sighs> thing happened. Now we're all going to talk like, about it for no goddamn reason. Well, I'm this character and this is what I was doing before this movie started. <laughs> it's like you go to the doctor and you're sitting around with a bunch of people in a waiting room. And you're like, yeah, I'm here to see him for my herpes. And I got the herpes from this mystical. It just like, it's why like, would anybody share this tidbit of information? It's, it's very like personal. They did that, but the it was the receptionist sharing that information over the intercom. For just for everybody to listen to, and you you just it's 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 a baffling. That was one of the worst written movies I think that I've honestly ever watched. I think that that second Fantastic Beast doesn't get the flack it deserves just because for that scene alone, where they just the camera just spins around that circle and every character just goes, "Well, this is what I was up to before I came to this point," and it's like, "Oh my god, this why <laughs> this is some of the worst writing I think I've ever seen committed." Too you should be committed with this amount of money just this amount of money behind it and they were just like yeah we'll just point a camera at the character and they're like yeah this is what i was up to before i came here and <laughs> yeah i can't i'm gonna definitely check these movies out at some point i really wish that i had more free time to do that no i, I if i had that amount of free time i wouldn't spend it in this Watching universe this. i would i would say well i'm i'm hopeful that it gets better right so you're you famously, I think we, you've seen more Harry Potter stuff than I have. Oh, yeah. I've seen them all except for the Fantastic Beasts, the last one. And I, this one hasn't come to the theaters yet. Ringing, ringing endorsement. You've read the books, too, haven't you? No, okay. I can't read. <laughs> I'm not a fucking. I'm illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> There's the connection. So, yeah, I've seen. uh <laughs> I think <laughs> the first one and the Chamber of Secrets at the Kernersville movie theater. Those are the first two. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, they get better. That's the only ones I've seen. The one and with Sirius Black in it was the, the best one. The uh, ones, Prisoner of Azkaban. The books. I've read so I read the first three and then the one where he got really long Goblet of Fire that was like starting to get into like Bible length territory. That was when I think I read that one. Then I was like, okay, fuck this series. Like that was okay. This is getting too much. And it was just like the Dementors and the Michael Scott. <laughs> it was prison, just Mike. <laughs> the Dementors. The worst part about prison was the Dementors. <laughs> there's so many things that are coming out, but there's so many things I want to go back and watch. Like I would love to go back and watch all the office again. 
I it's on Comedy Central literally every fucking night. Well, I have all the DVDs because I got sick one one time. I think I had like something wrong with my throat. It was like uh laryngitis or something. And my mom went to Blockbuster and I asked her to pick up a copy of The Office and she got like four episodes that comes on like a DVD. Wish there was more, but it was like Booze Cruise and those four episodes from season two. Fell in love, man. If I could go back to that feeling of just wanting to see Pam and Jim get together, I think that's what I'm going to do. When the baby gets here, I'm going to be watching a lot of Office. Hell yeah, man. It's It really is that sort of comfort food. It, it absolutely is. There's just something about... And do, when you watch The Office, do you ever like disassociate to a particular like time or time of year or time of your life where it just really you just re- you watch it and it just immediately reminds you of that? Like a nostalgia factor. Yeah. Um, I don't recall because it's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm sure it would. I will say something that we're covering here tonight. Um, only murders in the building that reminds me of fall i felt like a very cozy fall. fall like it's snow outside i'm drinking red wine which i have been drinking heavily since my job has been so chaotic yeah, drinking tonight is well. yeah we are we're drinking alcohol uh beer but right, usually red FML wine is right my <laughs> drink of choice now i don't know what's happened to me i've become soft in my older age i love a red wine Oh, do you like red blend? The cheaper, the better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blend it with anything. Oh, man. I don't care. We should do, uh, um, you know, a Sunday F1 and drink fucking red blend from a box. Yeah. Uh, we we won't go anywhere till 5 p.m., but yeah. We- <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We can drink it. If you're cool with watching the Panthers game afterwards, we can make a day of it. Hell yeah, brother. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm down to clown, man. <laughs> Formula One and uh, football. Sign me up. We've only got what, like two more weekends before that happens. Um, so there's 14 days until the football season starts. I remind my wife all the time when she's like, "Our kids this far away," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, football season's this far away." Guess what's coming first? Football. Presumably football. Yeah, it's 17 days, but I think (laughs) tomorrow will be 16, so it'll be Friday. It's what Labor Day weekend for Panthers, and then yep. Pros is the weekend after Labor yep. Day. Usually. I'm going to have a fucking good time. I'm such a Triple weird hit. sport Triple fan. Triple header after the F1 summer break as well. Get three weeks. Oh, three, three weekends weeks, in a row. Yeah. I was like, my God. Yeah, well, that's probably good. It always creeps me out. They always take that time off. Before they take another three weeks off because there's a certain Grand Prix in Russia that's not happening anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't find anything to fill that in. Nah, they're just like, ah, fuck Russia. We're just not going <laughs> to. It would take, make. Take another three weeks off. <laughs> well, it would. I understand. And they've already sold the tickets and stuff. And it makes sense to have like two back to back and then skip a week and have one or vice versa to make that gap a little easier yeah, to like we're gonna take three weeks off to have three races and then another three weeks off <laughs> i mean that'll work out <laughs> i still think it's gonna be max this year yeah <laughs> unless mercedes has figured it out nah you don't think so <laughs> not this season they they might creep they might win a race or two but in terms of bothering the points at this point nah you think ferrari's gonna bring it out no <laughs> Cool. <laughs> nah, not a, not if they continue to be the Ferrari of the last 15 or so years, which they certainly, based on the evidence so far this season, very much so. <laughs> yeah, they've 
had a little rough. I think it's a bunch of young drivers, though. With Charles very, Leclerc. Very much. They've the classic building a uh, fast car and then just being Ferrari after. They that. need to go out and get Vin Diesel. Let's Vin just face Diesel. facts. Because they need to get Vin Diesel. He, he is. And, you know, he would have to lose some weight, obviously, because no, 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 no. you never see any buff ass. That thing's going to get drivers. Even wider. It's going to be so <laughs> fucking wide out there. See, there's only a minimum. I think that there's only a minimum like width, but it can be fucking wide as you want, man. So, I mean, theoretically, if you start on the pole, you could just be so big that you'd block everybody. Wide is the track. Just like a fucking aircraft carrier out there. Just fucking 12 miles an hour. (laughs) You could really make some. Do both cars have to be the same? They gotta be the same. Oh, they both have to be the (laughs) same? What if it was the car in the lower. Like, so you know how Toro Rosso and like Red Bull? Yeah. What if they had the Toro Rossos as like one size and the others, the Red Bulls is another yeah, they size? They just got like a bunch of rocks and stuff on there. So they make the same weight. <laughs> yeah, man. I would just like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Just make one Out bigger than the other. Sandbags. We are wildly off <laughs> track already, aren't we? You can't prove anything. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good, this is like, honestly, if you, if you like sports at all and I don't like baseball and I, I, I do not care, but I the fact that you're getting time. into, you're about into September, which is right before October, which is the baseball playoffs. Oh yeah. You've got uh college football and the NFL starting up, uh, <sighs> F1 and NASCAR, both reaching their like championship peaks. Hockey is going to be coming around too. Hockey is right around the corner and the NBA is only like a week or two behind the NHL. This is a great basketball. Did you say basketball? Yes. I said the, I said the NBA, right? I think so. I can't remember. College basketball is starting like a couple weeks after that. It's a great, great time of year. If you love watching sports on TV, man, I have, my life has purpose again. Yeah, there it's really the summer where it's like, oh, not yeah. a lot happening, is there? No, you about June, like <laughs> June and July. I think that's really the end of basketball and hockey season. Then you're in the midst of baseball season. I don't mind watching baseball. I actually kind of enjoy it, but I'd rather go see it in person. I can watch it at night and just like chill and fall asleep. Yeah. Well, Golf. I think that's Golf's all, very big. That's all you need to say when you're like, I watch baseball when I need to fall asleep. I went through a little <laughs> bit of a thing there for a little bit. We had the MLB channel because PlayStation Network had it. And that was like, oh, I loved it. My wife would go to sleep and I'd just be like, fucking baseball. Certain bit of je ne sais quoi there. Dude, it was all about baseball that year for me falling asleep watching the baseball. oh man it's it's so relaxing it's just a little bit of what the hell is that that's a hit and then a run yeah they're running no it's like it's like whoa they're like oh ronnie like here's the running the first base they're like here's some slide they're out Nothing happens for another two hours in the rest of the game. No, it's not like that. But it's a lot like that. They have a pitch count now. Or not a pitch count, but they have a, a ball. timer. And everyone's like, yeah. they're going to add umpires who are like robotic now, like in a couple of years. Hell yeah. I guess. Someone fight a robot in a baseball game and disagree with them. You, you can't disagree. Still, like, throw their hats and shit. 
or were they just like they'll pour, be taking that part out of the game for sure or do you think they just like pour a bucket of water on them and be like yeah fuck you you fucking little fucking well, what happens if they hit hit the uh the i don't know if it's actually gonna be a physical thing behind them doubtful um but how are they gonna get balls right every time they throw now i'll tell you, how you to the back, to the mountain they always throw them if they hit the dirt or anything I don't know. Is it going to be a ball boy? Is it going to be like somebody throwing the ball? ball? How is this going to work? I don't know. Boston Dynamics would like to have a word with you. You'd be like, bots going to be out there. Yeah, it's going to be like iRobot. Do you ever watch BattleBots? BattleBots is fucking sick. I haven't watched it in a long time. but I'm so happy it's back. Uh, A really great home for it on Discovery, I have to say. Yes, which is going to be coming to HBO, which we did discuss. We've talked about numerous times, even whenever the mics aren't rolling. We're like, oh my God, yeah. You can be able to watch BattleBots and Game of Thrones on the same streaming service next year. I'm pretty stoked (laughs) because I like animal shit, so I'm all about that. And then I got a kid on the way, so I'll be like, here's animal shit. My kid's going to be all about animals. My kid's probably going to be a hippie. Not by choice, but you know. Um, but just because of influence. Yeah, I love do, animals. We should probably do some news, right? Yeah, that's what we're, I'm looking we're at. already man. talking about streaming services, so... That have overpowered the TV <laughs> world. This is the first time. It's not like a grand amount, but this makes it's sense. It's a percentage, isn't it? So, for the first time in, I guess... The U.S. What? In the U.S., 34.8% of TV viewing was on streaming while... 34.4% was on traditional cable slash, I guess, maybe satellite included or maybe just cable. I well, know. I mean, this is going to be the new cable, yeah. right? I mean, everybody's already kind of branching off. First, it was Netflix. Netflix was way ahead of their time. Which we're old enough that we remember when Netflix mailed you DVDs. I was not a part of that, but my buddy Austin was. And he's like, yeah, they would send me yeah, stuff. I'm like, I, oh, damn. And I, then you had like Redbox come around. And that dated, was a little more local. A girl in high school that was on the Netflix mailing list. I was like, it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. How many times in a row can you rent Mean Girls and have to mail it back to somebody? I don't know. Mean Girls was pretty that? good. A great movie. But if you like it that much, just buy that shit. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. But then you're not going to need it in like 20 years because people aren't going to use that Physical except for media. old people yeah i Do you really need mean girls in 4k blu-ray yes yes <laughs> do i have and i was just going through a, a drawer today where i was like i've got a ton of blu-rays and i was like do i have a single blu-ray player oh yeah I have a ps5 behind yeah me. am i ever going to actually insert a disc in that and watch a movie probably not <laughs> yeah you know i will say that I am a huge fan of movies. I will have like a huge movie collection, physical. Um, I don't want to give any of it up because I'm always like, well, what if I can't watch this? You know, depending on what streaming service it is, it's hard for me to break away. But I will say that if there's any kind of certain genre movies that I think it's important to have, it's the Christmas movies because the Christmas movies are the ones that the you can watch whenever fickle. you want. Uh, yeah, it's definitely guaranteed you're going to watch it year after year. Right. Netflix pulls this shit every year where they have Christmas vacation on there till like September <laughs> 30th or something. And it's like, I'm not watching Christmas vacation in fucking July, Netflix. I want to watch it on Christmas Eve. Bitch. Guess what? It doesn't come back till February 4th. Well, it's probably giving it up to watch TBS. Chase on February 4th. <laughs> Netflix. I want to watch him now. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i will say that is probably like the big one 
Um, for me, you just have to have that movie. In my family, you do. I have a physical copy of that as well. Yeah, and you watch it? Have I plugged it into any players in the last four years? Probably not. But I have a physical copy of Christmas Vacation for sure. Oh, I think like three years ago, I went out and got it from Walmart. I was like, just I'm tired of fucking around. I'm tired of figuring out what it's on this year. I'm not watching AMC to figure out if they squeezed a rerun of it in between the one where the kid gets his tongue stuck to the pole. Oh, yeah. That's one one. God, I could probably watch it this year, but there's some of those movies that you watch so many times. You're like, I'm fucking done. The Grinch. Um, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, I can watch the original. Yeah, I've seen it 400 times. Yeah, I can watch the original. Um, the new one we watched. I'm trying to think of one that really gets gets me that you'd want to actually go back and like make a tradition because oh. I can't think of too many. <laughs> uh, well, I, I so Jack Frost is probably pretty big for me. Okay, okay. Um, and then like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, like the original. Yeah, I can go back and watch Santa that Claus too, maybe. I can get decent, decent one. Oh yeah, well. Santa um, Claus three, and then I think they made a fourth one, and it's just like you should stop. Oh, I, they are making a fourth one. Oh, they're no. making a fourth one, sure. and they're also coming out with uh, the uh, Christmas Story. They're doing a sequel to it. It's like years ago. Elf, I feel like is one of those that I've seen a lot of times. I don't know if I can muster watching it. But it could be on the background. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. See, Elf is one that I watched like once when I was a kid. And now I've since I've only seen it a handful of times, I can watch it. Every You've year. only seen it a handful of times. Well, I've watched it four years in a row. But I only saw it like once when I was a kid. So, you, so. you're saying in your lifetime, you've only seen the movie Elf with Will Ferrell five times. Maybe six or seven, but less than seven ten. times. Less than ten for sure. Jesus Christ! I feel like Definitely I've seen that movie like forty 10. million times. Yeah, under ten. I've seen Elf mm-hmm. fewer than ten times in my life, from start to finish. That might make it a little easier. It's definitely a very cozy, fun movie. Yeah, that everybody likes. It appeals to everybody. But what I'm saying, watch it as an adult, like four or five Christmases in a row, and already I'm like, okay, like I could probably like not. <laughs> that is probably Will Ferrell's most. That's probably the movie he makes the most money from. Most rewatched. Oh, hands down. I love Talladega Nights and stuff like that, but Christmas time and then they pull that shit in July too. I think it was playing in July at one point. They need to stop that shit. Yeah, it's summertime. Suck a dick. (laughs) I ain't about that life. Yeah, not a lot of new uh, news in case you're in case you're wondering. Yeah, because Um, we're just over here blabbing about other shit. We're talking about Christmas. Be like. What Christmas movies you don't want to watch again? Let's. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Uh, there's a new game out called Roller Dome, which is uh, Tony Hawk with uh, with guns, which is out on most services right now. Yeah, I thought this um, looked interesting, but also didn't know how I felt about it too. Uh, it's out on most services except the Switch, I think. So if you got uh, PlayStation, Xbox, or PC, I think you could probably check this out. What do you think about this? I think I I remember reading about this a couple like months ago, and I was like, I'll probably do that. <laughs> I'm just... And now it's out apparently, so I will uh, I will probably give it a shot, especially if it's on one of those uh, PS Plus games. Maybe I just don't know how to feel about it. I, did, I watched it and I was I, like, eh. I tell you what, I did download the original Red Dead Redemption only to find out that it's a timed release on PlayStation up until like mid October, and so now I'm like. Is this that's not enough time to play this? I don't think. Oh, so you mean like time like you could buy it, but it's for a limited time. No, I mean you like you can play the, it for free until then. 
Oh, because okay. they were working apparently on a remaster of it, and then they canceled it. I remember that. But they yeah. haven't removed that time limit, and so that on PlayStation Plus right now, there's only two games that are time limited: Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead. Uh, the Red Dead uh, Revolver. No, the uh, Undead Redemption. Oh, the, the zombie. Um, yeah, the zombie thing. Those are the only two games on the whole service that have an expiration date currently. <laughs> That's oh, weird. I wonder Thank what they're trying to work out there. Uh, they just uh, forgot about it. <laughs> Apparently those were, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago where they were going about as good as the, uh, those, uh, those GTA remasters, which oh, yeah. did not go very well. <laughs> yeah. People so were they just very upset about that. I think they were just upset about paying money for something that it's like, okay, this looks like this. I have a PS five and I've paid $60 for this. And it's struggling to run. Yeah. A 25-year-old game should not be struggling to run on a PlayStation 5. <laughs> right. I, but I will say that they have the ability to fix games. Look at Cyberpunk and um, No Man's Sky. Well, I've played Cyberpunk, and I've got to say, they fixed the technical stuff. But? But that game is still not very good. Really? Yeah. The technical stuff aside, it's a bad game. I, I after about 25 hours, I tapped out where I was like, I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I, literally, I was like, I've seen everything that I care to see. And you know what? I don't think it's going to get any better. So, yeah, <laughs> I made my junk as huge as it could be. <laughs> and I think that that's is I'm satisfied at this point. <laughs> by how huge my junk is. Speaking of what I thought I was satisfied with National Treasure 3, the script is looking really good. And uh, we'll apparently be going to Nicolas Cage shortly after Jerry Bruckheimer signs off on it. So, well, so they were going to do like a TV show, right? Yeah. And then they're like, nah, I think maybe we could do a movie here. We'll do a movie since Nicolas Cage was like, maybe I will do this again. Well, you know, (laughs) Nicolas Cage has done multiple movies to get himself out of debt. I understand that he is out of debt now and he's making his own decisions about what he wants to watch, Good which job. by the way, um, in September, if we don't have shit going, let's fucking watch Willie's wonderland. Let's do it. A lot of shit going in September. It sounds like, Oh yeah. Stoked. Speaking of which, uh, it's, it's speaking of shit, Regal cinemas, their parent company, Cineworld, is uh, about to file for bankruptcy within the next few weeks. Perfect. After the post-pandemic return to cinemas has apparently not been as profitable as they expected. Is AMC the number one? I think they are the number one now. What happened to the Grand? Fuck the Grand. That's all I'm saying. I have no idea. I, maybe they're owned by the same parent company. Because I was really... Were that was real? like my number one before I went to AMC. The Grand in, uh, in Winston was a fucking great movie theater. But I think they're also AMC. They're either AMC or Regal. I cannot remember which one, but... Great movie theater, but fuck that whole industry just really rocky right now. Yeah, I, I am a bit surprised that it, it really it felt like this was this this is obviously this is the area of everything is being delayed. And so I'm not surprised when you hear when you hear something is being delayed. It's not it's not a huge surprise, but it really felt like a, people are going back to the movies, and it's not. Um, well, if there's a really good movie, people are going to show up. Yeah. Now, like the Marvel movies, um, what was it? Christopher Nolan's movie, Tenet, was supposed to be like the one that <laughs> broke it all. I'm like, but that was a that bad is, movie, though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, 
hello, you have to adjust. Okay, yeah, Christopher Nolan, he is a great uh, director or whatever. He's got some great ideas. However, it wasn't wasn't a Batman movie, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, the Marvel movies are the ones that guarantee, you know, they burn down the house anytime. I mean, one of the top movies right now. I mean, Top Gun just passed the Avengers. And, like, I think next, like, at four is friggin' uh, Black Panther. It's that is crazy. Top, I think Top Gun. Best movie I've seen in a theater this year. Well, Top Gun is like a movie that appeals to old school people who have been waiting for it for years. People love Tom Cruise and just an action movie fan. And I think it does live up to the hype. Um, It it was very enjoyable. So much better than the original, especially if you're watching it now. Which is so more dynamic. What are you going to are you really going to sit down and watch the first Top Gun? Because if you haven't watched it in years and you want to pick between the two of them, you're like, all right, which am I actually going to sit down and watch now? I feel like that is a movie so, you have to see in the theaters. It's coming out to DVD and like streaming services. Um, Netflix will mail you a, a, copy. a copy of it. <laughs> my, my pops, he's all excited. He's like, when I does never, that movie come out? I'm going to buy it. So I never did I know. cancel my subscription, so they send me shit all the time to my P.O. box. I'm sure my dad's going to be like, man, they moved too much and that made me sick. I can't watch it. It's just me crazy. Same, it's the same thing. I, I thought it was really good. I think it's like a theater movie that you have to go and see it to really get like the, the, I mean, it just, it's funner that way. It is. But just even that aside, just great, well-made movie, simple. It's yeah. almost as if, they treated that as if movies hadn't changed at all in 40 years. And but that, the, the formula they, works, man. <laughs> for that, at least. They, they definitely edited themselves. There was less sexual harassment and people following other people into bathrooms. And I mean, that part really like, let me down, but I was really excited. <laughs> that let you down. That was the part you did like. I feel like I need more sexual harassment in my movies. The mob has really come for your following uh, women into the bathroom (laughs) at the bar. Go back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) No, Maverick is definitely probably the best movie I've seen in theaters so far this year, but it's only August. And there's probably what? Not a lot of hope. Two more movies coming out this year that we're well, the new watch. Black Panther movie. I'm interested in how they'll do with that. And then like, I'm sure there'll be like those Christmas movies and shit like that yeah, where people are another. Like, <laughs> um, the Boys season four is officially in production. We'll have Jeffrey Dean Morgan in there. Oh hell yeah! Um, got Negan's back. <laughs> yeah, or um, what he was in a lot of other movies that weren't that great. Yeah. Yep, that's what he's most known for. <laughs> <laughs> he was in The Losers. Yes. Anyways, Negan is what back is what I'm saying. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back, back, Ooger. Um, you got Anthony Starr, old his old cheesy ass here looking here. I mean, yeah, he he's he's one of my faves though. Yeah, interesting to see if that will be when they're what their end game is for that show. I don't know. I don't think it'll be the next season. I think they may go for five. I think they will go for five because five's the magic number. Yeah. Um, sad to say, I'm skipping a couple news things here, but Umbrella Academy, <laughs> they're ending with season four. Right choice, I think. I still think five is the number, but I'm interested to see how they'll tie that off. It almost feels like we've gotten to the world that um, uh, Reginald 
has built and like this is like his kingdom now he's got like the tron universe that he's yeah he's built this he's the king of the castle now it isn't some low level street punk that anybody can get to he's alive in this universe too so there's that yeah and his wife so i feel like it's gonna be kind of like video game ish i would love to see them go more episodes this year even if it's like two more episodes like 12 instead of 10 to really flesh out that story if necessary i don't want to see him jam packed too much in there i did feel like this last season if i were to offer one criticism is that it felt that that climax was not quite the climax that you'd expect necessarily it was definitely different i thought the um end of the world was going to be the big thing yeah. and then it wasn't and then you were in this hotel and For i understand an episode and a half yeah yeah and i was like they probably could have made that a little creepier, couldn't they have? Instead of just being like, oh, samurai. We have to fight for samurai, and then we're going to be in this really shit-looking computer where we're all gray and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little lame. Oh, they really ran... They blew their CGI budget early because that last that last little bit was like, oh, <laughs> this doesn't look very good, does it? <laughs> yeah, but at that point, I'm just like, oh, I'll forgive them because yeah. I've been watching this show for so long. Um, Doom I've Patrol got- is something I really want to get into. Yeah, I haven't watched a single episode of that. I have not either. Um, so we'll touch on this later, but Paul Rudd is going to be in Only Murders Season 3. Um, good. Spoiler alert. Or he's, he's already been in a bit of Season 2. Yeah. <laughs> a very little bit. Um, uh, like I think it was last week they were talking about the Batman 2 um, may not be happening. It's going to be like a one-off since Ben Affleck, Batfleck, is coming back. Now they're uh, saying it will be happening. Yep, the director said that. Um, Insidious 5, director Patrick Wilson, which is crazy to me. I didn't know he was directing because he should be starring in these movies, um, celebrates production wrap with with photos. So, um, yeah, so there's going to be another Insidious. So there's like The Conjuring and Insidious, and it's just like... They're the same movies. It it seems like it. It would be great to see like a crossover there. I don't know how you would do that. Cities Five currently will be landing in July of 2023. Which, why are you not releasing that in October? Oh well, I think they think that they're a summertime movie now. Oh, they're a summertime horror movie. I think a, so. Instead of a Halloween horror movie. Yeah, I don't like think the Halloween that's, movies which are coming. They're out trying to fly, Halloween. man. They're expanding. Are you excited for Halloween? Jamie Lee Curtis is back again, and she's going to do another thing. You know, and I'm really excited about the end of it it on Peacock for that 14 day free trial that I'm going to sign up for again this year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rick and Morty creator Dan Harmon. Any relation to your family, Jake? Because I know you're going to be changing your last name to Harmon soon. Exactly. I'm getting married, so I'll be changing my name. (laughs) Community movies in the already on the mailbox. Well, there you go. In the mailbox slot. Don't she call her more, that. That's mean. She gets more mail than me, so she gets to have the. I celebrate when my wife gets more mail than me. I'm like, <laughs> she get more bills, man. Yep. <sighs> Got to turn a hoe into a housewife. They just be sending. Turn a housewife too. into a sugar mama. I'm like, hello. Nah. I, I told her that one time before she thought it was hilarious. Before she thought it was hilarious. Before she thought it was hilarious. Nice. Not anymore. Um. Now we know who is in charge of Netflix. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn TV show. Yeah, Steve Blackman. Yes. The white man, Steve Blackman. He's Steve Africo African American man. (laughs) 
I he's believe very much showrunner for Umbrella Academy. And that makes me feel like maybe this will be in better hands because I think that, um, of course I was excited when they were like, Hey, we're going to do a horizon thing. I was like, that's fucking great. And then I was like, Oh no, Sony stuff is not very good outside of Spider-Man. And even then mm. most of them, not very good either. Oh, I mean, so. that's with Marvel too. Right. Yeah. And unless they work with Marvel, that's not very good. And yeah, so I was excited for that. And then I thought about the uncharted movie that we watched and I was like, Oh no, it will probably be bad. <laughs> Speaking of Sony and Marvel, I wonder if it's like, you know, whenever you used to be forced to like pair up with people in school and you'd always get place of the dumb kid. So it's like smart that's, kid, and the dumb that's kid. That's exactly what it's like because <laughs> Uncharted's on Netflix now. And I was like, oh, okay. Like they, so they're doing a uh, last of us with HBO, but they've saddled. Um, <laughs> they, they're like, okay, Netflix is the home of uncharted. I guess we're going to do an, a horizon thing with, uh, Netflix as well. They're also doing the, we talked last week about the ghost of Tsushima movie that they're doing with the John wick director. It must be PlayStation is like that signed up with Netflix. They're, it seems like they're just kind of like, okay, well, this, this will be here. This is a series. This is here. This is a movie that we released. I guess this will go here. That this was successful. That we're making. <laughs> With people, so I think I think the Horizon thing is going to be animated. Um, well, I would a, prefer it to be animated. I think it'd be more intriguing. I think it'd be better. <laughs> I agree. If it just looked like the game, and then you'd just be like, okay, well, this is animated, so I don't have to worry about how bad it looks when you put real people in here next to the really low budget CGI that you paid for. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Netflix is going to do whenever like Stranger Things is gone yeah that's their claim to fame right now right that's the most famous one i mean you can't rest on house of cards anymore because you built your house of cards on house of cards well i feel like that one's over and you can't Kevin play Spacey the office did that office was like their biggest thing right it was and now, and now it's, it's called peacock cock cock let me see your peacock cock, i would cock, not cock. start any streaming service in the 2020s with the word cock in it just my advice if you were to ask anyone, what are you going to watch tonight? Would you say Peacock? Or yeah, I'm going to be like, like, hey, I'm watching the cock tonight. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm all over that cock. Man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love them cock This originals. cock has got me intrigued. Man, them cock originals just throwing it everywhere. You got the office. Uh, this cock's got me enthralled. <laughs> this cock got me paying attention. I'm on edge for this cock. This cock gets me up early in the mornings. All I want to do is watch the cock. This cock is screaming at 5 a.m. every morning. Mm, I could really go for a cock big taste of cock. <laughs> Let me blow this cock. Yeah, don't start. A Wait, no, that's wrong. Don't make me say the word cock when you're talking about a streaming service. Because I'm going to lie about it. Be like, I don't know that one. Doing coke, watching cock. Be like, oh, you subscribe to Peacock? Be like, no, no, no. Smoking. Nah, I don't. I don't. Smoking what, cock. What are you talking about. I got Hulu. I'm trying to think. Uh, I got HBO. Man, yeah, that's a veiny cock. <laughs> I think I've gone off. Name. I think I've gone off tangent now. No, no, it's 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 completely tangential. <laughs> if it's, it's a terrible name, tangential. I know you're talking about the animal, but there were cocks in there. And well, and gentles, genitals. A gentleman with gentle tools. Gentle peacock. Gentle cock. No, I don't. Soft cock. I just go hard cock. I watch Halloween. What if they broke it off with like scary cock? You know, they'd have like Halloween shows. Hard action cock. You know, action movies. Love cock. Right for all the romantic cock. Romantic cock. <laughs> cock originals. Cock originals. <laughs> Family cock. Cock sports. Kid cock. 
talk sport. <laughs> it's just wrestling and in in uh, MMA. <laughs> Cock fighting. <laughs> Cock after dark. <laughs> so yeah, Peacock, hit us up. We'll hook you up. Yeah, we're we're I've I've sent you a lot of uh, I've sent you a lot of emails for marketing ideas. I haven't I've noticed you haven't replied Cock originals. to any of them. But I've just in case I've got some low, I've got some cock ups. Sorry, mock ups ready in case you're in case you're ready to roll on that. This so. cock is ready to blow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible name. It is, terrible but that's name. that's their mascot, so they gotta live with it, right? No, they could have named it anything else. I saw a peacock over the summer, like really, like show all its feathers those things are huge and they get really tiny yeah they got some big feathers cark feathers yeah um ps5 price increase in many regions outside the u.s um so basically america they're like we ain't fucking with you so you can't buy it and also if you can buy it it's gonna cost more to <laughs> so <laughs> it'd be like that yeah so it looks like Based on your region, it's going up 50, whatever your currency is. Pesos. Uh, so in Europe, it's going up 50 euro. It's going to cost about 40 more pounds in the UK. In Japan, it's going up by 49,478 yen. Good in- God. Including tax. So in China, Bastards. it's going up by 3,499 yuan. That sounds like so much. In Australia. Now, hold up. In, uh, in Mexico... Uh, it, in Mexican pesos, it originally the PS5 with disc originally cost. Well, it's going to go up to fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine Mexican pesos. I mean, you can only afford that if you're in the cartel. Uh, and in Australia, it's going to cost seven hundred ninety nine uh, Australian dollars. And in Canada, it's going up by twenty Canadian dollars. Oh, twenty. Yeah, Canada. 20. You're doing okay. <laughs> Just twenty. <laughs> That's okay. Canada is always more expensive you know than what? America. The Canadian airport. That was fucking great. When you order something that was $14 and you're like, oh, it's actually $10. That was such a relief when you, when I bought that big fucking cheeseburger and it was like $15, I was like, oh, but that's only actually like $10. Yeah, but it wasn't a Jimmy Buffett cheeseburger. No, it was a Canadian cheeseburger with poutine, which is just fries with mustard, not mustard gravy on it. Oh, is it gravy? I thought yeah. there was cheese on it. Gravy and cheese. It's very good. I like gravy. Cheese, not me. Mm, well. But I can get down with gravy. I get that. It's like that. KFC gravy, though. So it's pretty pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, I can't get with the yeah, cheese, You can get down with some poutine, I, I would imagine. That's their national dish. That and flannel. Now, yes. Thank Canadian you. tuxedos, too. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods delayed to 2023. Pushes good. black or pushes black pushes back Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. So I guess we won't be seeing these movies until next year. Well, that really frees up stuff, doesn't it? Well, I just I mean, so DC, this is a part of the DC universe and they're still trying to figure out what the fuck they're going to do. Ezra Miller's like, yeah, I'm going to therapy probably because he's learned that his bank account's not going to be. Let me just tell you. <laughs> You could be whoever you want to be he in this his, world. He set his phone down. It's time to lay down some truth. You could be whoever you want to be in this world, and you could stand up for whatever you want to, but the mighty dollar always prevails, and people are going to be selling their soul out for a buck. Like, let's take LeBron James, for example. He's like, oh, yeah, free speech, blah, blah, blah. 
They go over to China. He's like, yeah, let's China's not talk about what's happening over country. here. Taiwan. Never heard of it. <laughs> let's not even talk about it. If you guys talk about that, you're fucking my dollar. I don't care. But when you come back to the States, you're going to be like, well, fuck America, because this is what's going on. There's a lot of fucked up shit about America. But also in China, it's probably a little bit worse. Because, I mean, even if you try to say anything, people are going to like the government's going to weigh you down. Yeah. Um, Here, so what's what are they going to do? Joe Biden's going to forgive ten thousand dollars. Joe loans. Biden forgot about the money. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Like, what do you all want? Uh, Hawaii, <laughs> obviously an island, but is not bordered Famously, up from everybody else for what happens in Hawaii stays in Hawaii. We see and hear what happens in Hawaii. An archipelago, some would say. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know what that is, but archipelago, I do know what it is. Well, it's it's not a gender thing, so. Oh, okay. I want you to respect the archipelago, Ryan. I will. I will. I respect anybody's wishes. I just don't want them to be wishy-washy on it. <laughs> if you're going to commit and be vocal about it, give then it fucking stick months. to it, motherfucker. Give it more than six months, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um. It's kind of like someone professing their love for somebody and then next six months they're like Said dating psych. somebody else. Yeah. It's like, psych. oh, what happened to that? Like, go fuck yourself. Um, Halloween ends will hit theaters oh, yeah. and the cock. The cock is back. It's hitting that cock hard, man. October 14th. This is five days before my baby girl's going to be born. Well, supposedly. I can't wait to see what our last podcast for the. <laughs> It's a little bit is about. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, we'll probably take a break around then. We're going back to our roots, man. We're ending on a low note with that. <laughs> but we're going to bring it back. It's okay. <laughs> Halloween ends. Ends this pot. You know what? It would be really just poetic that we started with Halloween and we f- fucking forget about all of this after the third one comes out. Be like, this trilogy has officially sapped. All of my enjoyment for doing any of this, I'm done. <laughs> it's too much going on. I cannot watch any more of these movies. We need a new trilogy of Halloween. <laughs> the only trilogy I care about is my two balls and my dick. Oh, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Glad we can agree, baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, Let's talk about She-Hulk. Mm-hmm, okay. Let's do some She-Hulking. Okay. Because I feel like the, our... Thoughts on this will be f- not super long. Well, okay. Let's start off with the most. Uh, so we watched the first two episodes. The most crazy thing to me is the second episode was only 23 minutes. Right. And that's the, even the intro. There was the intro. So it wasn't even really that long. It was probably 20 minutes. It's very brief. The one before that was like 30, 30 minutes, probably. Yeah. It that's was pretty 30, crazy, right? 37 again with they're doing the whole. Marvel, all the Marvel shows have eight minutes of credits every episode. So that shit blows my mind, man. Anything. And it's like, okay, well, this is actually 10 minutes shorter than it really is. There's post credit scenes. They were both kind of funny. They're both about 20 seconds. They long, were cheeky. To be fair. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, my first impression of this show is I don't know what it's going to be. To be perfectly honest, it's I was a workplace comedy. I very much appreciated that they did not shy away from, oh, She-Hulk, just you got powers. It's kind of a random thing. Don't worry about it too much. That was the thing that I was like, how are they going to integrate this? Like, how big of a part is Bruce Banner going to be in this? Answer, not very much, apparently. I just made he's, it in both episodes, though. Jetting off on an alien ship, and apparently we're not going to see him again for a little while. Do you think so? <laughs> 
uh, either until the season finale or until uh, whenever those next Avengers movies are happening. Well, this this uh, this is taking place during like Shang Chi because we see that in season or this episode two. We see ab- yeah, we see Abomination fighting in the Shang Chi underground fighting ring <laughs> yeah yeah or technically it's in a skyscraper but still it's- and he goes <laughs> off with uh wong and like i feel like he's cool with wong right because i feel like yeah he's dragged there but also isn't there like another scene where he's like kind of hanging leave if he wanted really wanted to yeah so yeah i i don't understand what this show is is really going to be and it to, to, cr- to critique it <laughs> To say the word critique and to even critique this show at this point. In a critiquing manner. In a critiquing manner. Unfathomable. Um, what I can say is that the CGI is dodgy and not the best from both episodes that I've watched so far. It looks like a PS4 game. And it's honestly shocking to see that Disney with all the, Disney and Marvel, with all the money that they have, did not spend a few extra dollars on this <laughs> or maybe they're planning on patching it in like two weeks after we, everybody's watched it where it's like, Oh, well we put enhanced lighting and textures on this. <laughs> so now it doesn't look so bad. That's, that's honestly the only thing that I can really criticize about it at this point is that it looks budget. It looks like a budget Marvel TV show as far as the acting and everything. And I, it's, it's Marvel. It's it's too early to really say whether this is going to be any good or not. I think it's it's funny, it's light, it's quippy, and that's that's all you can really say. It's it is what it is. Um, I like Tatiana Maslany as she was really good in Perry Mason. I have not seen her in a lot of other things. You said she was in a, a couple episodes of what Parks and Rec. Or- yeah, maybe one. I mean, she was there for <laughs> Ziazari as like his like intern or whatever like secretary and they're like oh you're just trying to holler at that girl <laughs> it's it's too early to really say what kind of trajectory this show is is on i like it it's it's funny it's light and i think that that's kind of what they're going for but uh, who's to really say it, at this point it's very light on action and there's not like that much well, i mean how, how did you feel about it after two episodes <laughs> so <laughs> The first episode, they break the fourth wall. Um, Fair. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
kind of like um, how I met your mother in some ways, except instead of a narrator doing it, it's like the actual character looking at the camera and being like, oh, this is what's going on. I'm a She-Hulk. I bet you're not going to focus on that till I tell you how I'm a, how I'm a She-Hulk. Yeah. And they did an origin story. The origin story was kind of fun. We kind of went off on like a little tangent where we're like in Car Mexico crash. and having a good time. <laughs> And learning things about ourselves, which I thought was entertaining and uh, was fun. And it was lighthearted. Then we kind of break off from all that. And in the second episode, it's kind of like we're struggling to get back to where we were. Now we are where we're at. Unemployed. Unemployed. But we got a job with like some... lawyer who our boss who's like a just an asshole yeah he's like, like anybody yeah. but she's like a she-hulk but yeah she's the green girls and i want you to represent people that tried to kill close family members yeah but then maybe he's reformed i don't know i i think the second episode the first it's all set up like you've said but the first episode kind of sets up it opens and closes we get to see how she becomes the the she-hulk how Very she gets quickly. discovered um, how she learns to gauge her powers and like control it. And we can kind of see the difference between her and the Hulk in some aspects. The second episode, it's kind of like the lull, um, like, you know, we're hit rock bottom. Now we're starting to build up and I, I'm interested to see where episode three goes. Cause I think we're going to start hitting our mark here. I don't know how many episodes there's going to be. I'm assuming 10 need to start eight. No, in Marvel, it will be either six or eight. Or maybe 10. It's hard to tell. Does she take off? Or take on? Short episodes. I, it will be, I think that we need to start seeing a little bit more of what this is going to be. So I think that we've got the, the origin story. We're struggling to get back to where we are, but now it's, I think from here on out, it really needs to be she Hulk attorney at law, like the title says, and how her being a, female Hulk working in the courtroom as a lawyer actually applies to the overall plot of the show and what that really means. Cause it seems like she's going to be involved, involved almost exclusively in super powered people and their legal troubles rather than this being like a regular, she's not going to be a court appointed attorney is what I'm saying. She's not going to be doing like traffic court and shit like that. Like it's going to no, be, <laughs> as she got turned down. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to seemingly exclusively deal with that. And yeah, the kind of threats and perils that that imposes, or maybe even the celebrity that that brings because none of the other superheroes in the Marvel universe quite exist in the same sort of way, maybe outside of Tony Stark where he's Iron Man and the CEO Mm -hmm. of uh, Stark industries. We don't really see another functioning superhero that does stuff outside of I've got these powers and or abilities, but I've also got a day job. So it'll be, I I'm interested to see where that kind of goes. (laughs) We got Daredevil who's going to be in this and who's very similar in the fact that uh, is different uh, right. tonally. Tonally, we're folding him in from previous. Material, yeah, <laughs> and he's a lawyer, and he has appeared in Spider-Man. I so he we know that he will appear. I suspect quite like Miss Marvel. Whenever um, Captain Marvel appeared in the end of it, and they're like, "Oh, this ties it together." I suspect that either the Fantastic Four. Or X-Men. I really think X-Men because they have hinted towards it so many times. Like, 
no, no. I have a feeling that it, this is, I'm just going to throw spaghetti against the wall. I think the new Professor Xavier is going to show up spaghetti. and be like, I need some help. And then they're going to play the Marvel music or the X-Men music. And they're going to set up us for the X-Men. I call them that. Hell Mary. It would be unthinkable that this wouldn't tie into the larger Marvel canon at some point. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be the X-Men, though. It feels like every single Marvel thing always has to point to another thing They're in order tied. to justify its existence. It would be cra- like Moon Knight. We have no idea how that's going to tie anything else, but I bet you it will somehow. It's it. It really seems like there are no standalone Marvel things other than maybe the what if, but even that, well, I mean, that they took ideas in. from that and directly translated it to the new Dr. Strange. So, which I was so excited for the next, um, what if I thought the first one was really good. I was sick and I got to watch the whole thing. I loved a, it. A star Wars. What if in the same sort of kind of way style kind of just, yeah. Would Something. you like to see it as gritty? Yeah. Absolutely. I think that that universe always winds up with a happy ending when it seems like it probably shouldn't. So <laughs> um, BT Dubs, Jake, um, killer clowns from outer space. Getting a video game. game. Yeah. Yep. Saw that. I was I was tempted to bring that up, but I was like, he's not going to want to talk about killer clowns. From I outer mean, space. we did the movie. <laughs> we talked about the whole could watch it with my wife because, you know, she's terrified of clowns. Oh, no doubt. From outer space specifically. <sighs> Amen. Brother. And from Earth. This planet. Yeah, but and she's with me somehow, so she must not like hate clowns that bad. <laughs> you, you married one, so... You might as well love one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's... I'm interested to see where this goes, but it's... I can't really judge it after two episodes. It's, it's, it's fine. I'm not going to be like, oh, this sucks. She went on that rant about like, Oh, when you're a woman, you when you're a woman, you get catcalled, and I'm stronger than you, or whatever. And everyone's like, "Shut up, <laughs> shut up." <laughs> it's true, but I, I didn't think that. that I, I don't think that a character in 2022 saying something like that is that heavy-handed. You know, it, it's true. And if you're equating that with being, you know, strong as a person, it absolutely is. Is it does it does it necessarily mean like she has abilities that are better than the Hulk? I don't know. She has her own abilities. She's, she's, like the she's clap. Had, yeah. And she's different. Not like the chlamydia. And you know what? That's okay. And you you can take pills for that now, I think. And some definitely some I had some friends who had it. Salads. And they are good now. Yes. Yeah, no more burnings. Well, yeah, take care of them bumps and rashes. Is that how that works? I know they had some burning whenever they peed. Mm. Oddly enough, I was friends with both these people. Both of these people. Yes. They gave it to each other. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I will say that. And we will stop there. <laughs> I think that this, uh, I think this is going to be up in the air. I, I don't think this will be as good as Loki, WandaVision, or um, what was the, it will be it'll probably better than Winter Soldier and um, what's that other dude? I think it. Falcon. I think it will be, but I think it's interesting to see how they clearly have not. I think it's if you're even just watching this casually, I think it's very clear that they have not devoted the same amount of money 
to this. Well, you're talking about CGI. Just, well, just in terms of that. Well, have they ever really invested in the Hulk? The the best the Hulk has ever... The Hulk got one standalone movie, right? Right. And then that was like the really kickoff. Really both Avengers and all of the Avengers stuff and in Thor. Yeah, I think in Thor Ragnarok is whenever he had his moment to shine there. Other times he... He was smart, he had, he was smart Hulk in the Avengers movies. Yeah, no one really cared about that. We yeah, want to see Hulk good. go crazy. He was sitting there in that diner and somebody wanted his autograph. No, I want to see like <laughs> Warrior Hulk. I want to see him let loose. Um, will they do like a Hulk world kind of thing or who it, knows? It just, it really seems like they're trying to do this one on a budget to see how it goes. And I, we're going to test the waters. It just seems when I see something like that, it seems really obvious and makes me. Who like, do you think Marvel has their money invested into? It's def at this point. Yeah. Interesting to tell. Definitely anything Dr. Strange related. They're really probably hoping for a continued Sony Spider-Man relationship as well. Well, yeah. Spider-Man's always going to be big though. Uh, whether it's good or not. It will always be big. And I, I think that, yeah, Doctor Strange is like the linchpin of this new Avengers team that they're trying to. He reminds me of Iron Man. He's very like star- sarcastic about it. And instead of like um, technology, which is very captivating, it's magic, which is also very captivating. I find that in myself. I'm like, but also, I hate real world shit. I'm like, just in, in the way that if, if functionally, it's basically the same as technology, though, in terms. It, agreed <laughs> agreed and i enjoy that about it and maybe that's because it's such it's an easy time very but like, convenient <laughs> that's what i really didn't really care about for winter soldier and the falcon or the falcon and winter soldier is it's too realistic and grounded i'm like okay whatever i've seen action movies where people shoot their little guns or whatever and yeah I'm like who cares and just shot the shooting their little guns yeah, i want to see something like that's what i liked about loki is like you were so disoriented so in this fucking weird these worlds <laughs> and you were trying to make sense of it and trying to find your placement it made it more intriguing kind of like WandaVision yeah it was more magical and stuff like that when you found your place it didn't make it as interesting because you're like oh well I understand it now but at the same time to get there was very interesting people might argue that Marvel is better when it's more grounded but I would say that after about Boo. What, Iron Man 2 once we got to Thor one, we were already into extraterrestrials, interdimensional stuff. But we're jaded on it, right? Yeah, We've seen that, this. We don't need yeah, grounded. We want yeah. more and bigger and better. Well, I mean, the people will probably make that argument, but if, even from like the third Marvel movie, we were already onto this like aliens and magical shit. Like it's not to say that this is always like a more grounded thing is just not true at all. It's it's not. <laughs> I'm gonna throw another Hail Mary up there. <laughs> What is the guy, uh, Poyos Hermanos? Uh, uh, Giancarlo uh, Esposito. I am calling it. He, at the end of She-Hulk, is going to pull up in the, not the famous wheelchair. It's going to be the similar, but it's going to be silver. And he's going to pull up and he's like, I have a job for you. And you're here. And then she'll look at the screen like, oh. Oh, I'm, I'm throwing that out there. That ooh. That is my prediction. It's time to She-Hulk. Ooh. I just see it in my mind's eye. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, it's interesting to see where this will go. It's hard to judge it. I mean, it's it's fun for now, but 
you know, it's, I'm not going to say like this sucks or I love it at this point because I don't know. It's up in the air, right? We've seen two different kinds of episodes. I am enjoying it so far. It may wreck itself before the end, or I might wind up loving it. We're going to like feel okay about it. I think, I think, yeah, I think we'll probably feel okay about it either way it goes, but yeah, it'll, it'll be fine. But something else that also wrapped up this week was only murders in the the building. building. And Ryan, what did you think about this season's whole? Because I've got some opinions. The season's whole. This season, season two, as a whole. Oh, as a hoe? As a um, hoe. Um, so you first off. At season two is what I'm saying. <laughs> season one was better. Um, Agreed. The ending was better. It really stuck the landing. Season two, I think, felt like home a little bit because it felt like fall and stuff. I was like, oh, I enjoy this. And it was more banter, even though the plot was kind of like a little more loose. Took a backseat. Yeah, I felt like we got to really follow the banter of Martin Short and... Uh, Steve Martin. You got to hear Martin Short say "motherfucker." I times. cannot. I talked to <laughs> my my buddy Austin, and I was like, you know, every time they say "fuck," it just like it's so weird. Isn't it is. It? So I feel weird. like a kid when I hear. It. I'm like, oh my oh, god, he, he just said, said it. F word. I, I know, and I feel like they could make an episode of like that where they just say that over and over because it just blows my mind every goddamn time. Same with Steve Martin being like, "We're fucked." I know. <laughs> it's so weird. I thought it was very cheap um, how um, the the plot of the murderer, um, how they were trying to make the murder. thought it was interesting. The person was somebody that was supposedly already dead. That was interesting. But the reasoning and the person they decided to kill, I think that was pretty bogus. I felt the same way. So I think that it was building up to something a little bit more interesting. And then they were like, oh... Tina Fey signed on for another season, so we've got to do... I mean, it was interesting, but at the same time, it was be like somebody you're like, why would that ever happen? It, why would you go to these lengths to do this? Like, this be makes like, no sense. The, you're the literally time. murdering somebody else. Like the so It's like a game of Clue. Full spoilers from this point out for Only Murders in the Building Season 2. It's... I don't remember her name. It was Becky Butler was the character, real character's name. She was the focus on Poppy. Yeah. Poppy. That was her fake name. That was, but that's the name that we've known her from yeah. the whole time. Yeah. She's Cindy Canings, AKA Tina Fey's assistant, who is the more, much more famous podcaster. And, and it's a alleged that Tina Fey is the one who is the uh, criminal mastermind behind all this, that, that murdered the, what superintendent of the building and framed it on <laughs> and framed it on our famous podcasters and tried to pin it on them only to find out that it's really Poppy, the assistant who is secretly the, the girl that disappeared in Oklahoma that made them a lot of Tina Fey's podcast. So popular. And then you've got, the cop that was roped in with that, where he just that didn't really make any sense to me. It was either. just like, This is a guy doing a horrible New Yorker impersonation. Uh, that's his actual voice. I don't care, it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it looks like a bad SNL sketch where he's just like, Oh, the wide I land, the fucking smartest chick of the world. Bah, 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 get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, some of the way they <laughs> shared information, I, it was like, What? 
am I watch? Why did you do it like this? So if I had to say there's five things that did not work for me and I'm just going to spitball these in any particular order. No, no. I think funny <laughs> dying versus who the villain was at the end of it. That Lame. doesn't work for me. Lame. Lame. I think the boxing scene, especially with, uh, with Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, where he's like, hey, I'm going to tell you almost all the details. Yeah. But also, you're a millennial, so fuck you, kid. <laughs> um, I think the passageways in the building, very cool. But at the same time... Underutilized. It, underutilized, <laughs> but came from a character who's not really a part of the group. Exactly. And it was just How the fuck would they in know there. about that? Yeah, well, she was vaguely in there. Right. The, the and the girl that was his that was uh Steve Steve Martin's what pseudo stepdaughter basically she was the daughter of a woman he was dating for a they while. touched on it Lucy's knew about it but yeah did not see her fucking at all in that season finale yeah not uh, even mentioned barely what like what about the uh guy who was like the slasher for fourth street that was like a red herring and that was kind of dumb completely and that and yeah, i was that like why was that just... and how did he know about the, i mean he followed her in there but he was gonna follow her i that made no sense to me cara delavine's character for this oh entire she season. was the worst part man she's not a good actor <laughs> well i mean they were trying I'm to do just, stuff I, I hate i'm she not was trying, a red herring and just didn't matter i'm not trying to be hateful but she's not a good actor I'm in, trying to be hateful. In anything she said. Her in. part made no sense. It was Okay, so complete, we're inviting. It was misdirection. Selena Gomez to be a, a lesbian. Uh, she's That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was trying to be woke. That's all it was cuz oh, he's reverse course from earlier. <laughs> well, they, uh, that's what it felt like. It was just like, "Oh, now we have a lesbian character." I'm like, "Okay, great. What value do they have here?" Well, she's a lie. She lied about being British. Well, actually, she was truthful about that part, but, but everything else was a lie. Take and that accent wasn't fake, but everything else was. <laughs> I just her character was nothing more to be but a mere gay love interest for Selena Gomez, felt, which made no sense. It felt so, forced. It felt so pointless in the fact that you could point the finger at someone else like two, two to three other times, where you'd be like, "Well, maybe it's this person," but clearly, it's not. And at the very end where she whips around and stabs Steve Martin. Again, Steve, they did this shit at the end of season one already where he was poisoned, but lived. And I was like, when Olivia like gas, I was like, Oh, wait a second. I, yeah. I was like, like there's was no like, way it's going to end like there's that. No way. He's actually going to die. Like even after the, the news story, he's like, this will be my last character. I'm not going to do anything else after this. I was like, there's no way he's going to go out like a punk bitch getting stabbed by Cara Delevingne. Like that will not be the last time we see Steve Martin on screen, man. I would hate for Steve Martin just to go out wearing a gray shirt, just spilling like water and beer all over himself and car quite like yourself. I would hate for Steve Martin to look like I am right now is what I'm saying. Basically Jake needs a sippy cup. What were you doing in the bathroom to get water all the way up there? Just, no, it was when I came back. <laughs> it's when I came back in here. I was like, I'm going to take a sip of water. And then I, I mm-hmm. misjudged the amount of water that was in this cup. And, you know, most of it went in my mouth, but a little bit of it. And by a little bit, I mean quite a bit went like, literally it. everywhere else. I rubbed it all over my body. 
And then I was like, yeah, I shouldn't have wore this gray shirt because I got water all over it. And then I grabbed a beer. God, is it expanded? If I grabbed a beer, I it expanded, like, Jake. It off my desk, hit myself in the chest. How has it gotten into your armpit? It went under like... Yeah. It's, was it like that the whole time? No, this is beer right here. And this you just spilled beer here. on yourself? Yeah, and it went over here. And I'm like, God damn it. I've been looking at my phone this whole time. Yeah. That's Son of a bitch, do. man. That's why we should do. Dude, you got a problem. That's why we should do this podcast on video because it's mostly going to be the same, but just occasionally us spilling stuff and pretending like it didn't happen. Well, people will know how our mouths work when we say words. By the way, Dexter's future being actively worked on at Showtime. So they're going to do a spinoff there. Oh, with Harrison. More more than likely, but I can't make any promises. Um, I killed my dad and he is real dead right now. Well, your shirt is really terrible right now. Why? Because you've spilt shit all over it, motherfucker. Water and potentially piss running down my leg at the moment. Not going to be looking over there. Right. It feels weird. All right, I so dripping lower. I am just. You, you went to go pee, and we talked about exactly. a gay character who was and, already in the show, and that's how this all started. That's how this began to unravel. Is that I? I enjoyed this season, but I feel like they're beginning to run out of ideas. Already. I thought side characters weren't bad. Yeah, enjoyed them. It it was yeah like the we there was a really good uh, a really good episode where the power was out. I, I liked seeing the guy with the cat where he got to he got to go on a quote unquote date with the guy. And they did the sound of silence. The, yeah, Re, and he, we got to introduce to yodeling acapella. Yeah, which we got treated to an entire version of that at the end of the season finale if you watch the full credits yeah what about the asian um new um forgot about her but yeah she wasn't there in the last episode (laughs) they kind of touched on her briefly and she's like i'm building this on top of the yeah building i'm being being me and i'm having a kid but you know what the guy that's uh, the door the doorman i really liked his bit where he was like yeah i went to juilliard (laughs) Yeah, I went to Juilliard and then I was an actor and then I gave that up because I realized I wanted to be a doorman. And Steve Martin was like, really? Really? He's like, fuck no. no. I got laid off. People stopped hiring me and I started drinking. (laughs) (laughs) And then I wound up as a doorman. (laughs) Like legit. Too legit. Shut the fuck up. Like, did you? (laughs) You idiot. That good of an actor. Did you really? (laughs) Or maybe he is. I uh yeah I thought that was really strange. Um you know another red herring. There was a lot of like small like leads that really led to nowhere. Like that one girl was supposed to be Bunny's mom, but she really wasn't Bunny's mom and we didn't really drive a lot of information from her. Wasn't she was she just the lady short- in the painting with Yeah, she was uh, just like Steve some short-lived dead. person and it was just like Oh, well. And then Steve Martin's dad was like having an affair with somebody, but he really wanted to be a good dad or something like that. I was just like, this this is everywhere, but I accept but nowhere it. nowhere at the yeah. same time. I think plot wise, this was such, uh, it was so terrible in comparison to the first season. But the characters is who I really care about. Like Steve Martin and Martin Short. I love to see them banter off of each other and just see them like negotiate craziness. It's like they throw something at him. Like whose line is it anyway? And they have to negotiate what they're going through. Even if it's like a terrible thing, they still commit to it. And I love that about him. And that's what I like about the show. Honestly, what it felt like was that, 
they had a rough idea for a season two and then improvised half of it and then Mm -hmm. just kind of wrote between the lines between that improvisation. And the show is less good off for it. That's a bad way of describing yeah, it. Yeah, I know. That's not even English. Yeah, it's less good, bad. <laughs> it bad. Me no likey. <laughs> Me no likey. I, it's one of those things where it's like, I enjoyed it watching it, but when I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh, this was not good. I, it was significantly worse than the first season in many, many aspects. And it's easy to kind of point to those things. When you're watching it, you don't think about it. When would you actually like think about it that's when it starts to fall apart and that's kind of the one of the marks of something that's not very good mm-hmm. <laughs> when you think about it and you're like oh that was not actually that was bad <laughs> i think <laughs> now that i'm actually spending more than you know a little bit of time thinking about it it doesn't plot wise it doesn't make any sense it's it's the characters you're watching it for but right around those characters like you, that's something that they absolutely can do. And it, it just seems like this was some weird middle ground where they just improv some stuff and then maybe didn't have an idea or maybe worst of all, were just making it up as they went along. They were like, you know, it'd be cool. <sighs> yeah, that'd be you cool. Know, Throw it you know, in there. It'd be cool. If uh, Tina Fey's assistant was the murderer. Yeah, I felt like that was such a huge stretch. And I just felt like it's why like you're what that didn't work. She didn't live there. Yeah, they want to make the podcast better, but she hated her manager. Like it, it you got to the end. You're like, really? Really? This is this is the least believable At outcome least of in all season of one. You're like, OK. I can, I, this makes sense. I get it. I could see it, but you get to the end of this and you're like, uh, nothing right. about this world makes it sense just, anymore. It, the whole setup of the streaming, like murder party thing where it just seemed like one of those lame murder mystery things where it's like, Oh no, it's a game of clue where I'm the murderer. No, this is the murderer. No, that's the murderer. Well, what about and the it, fact that, you know, uh, Martin short didn't know what his, if his kid was his or anything like that. I mean, completely irrelevant. It was. I was actually kind of invested in that. I was like, it turned out that they just, by the end of it, <laughs> the, the dips guy, not there. They resolve their beef and he's like, dead. even if you're not biologically my father, you raised me and you're who I consider my dad. So you know what? We're Fuck cool. Teddy Demas, the the deaf guy who we haven't talked about in four episodes. Hey, the deaf guy appeared <laughs> one time and then didn't happen again. You're right. And I was like, what is that? That is so true. <laughs> Just like so much stuff. It, it's like they had a lot of ideas, but it's like they didn't sit down or write any of it down. They just did it and then tried to be like, okay, so we filmed this already. Now we got to call. You know what? Actually, it doesn't matter. We'll just keep on going. <laughs> it was like callback for no reason. It was. And that's that's why this season, What it's not as good. And if they just, I know they're going to do a third one because Paul Rudd's already signed on. And we've seen his eventual maybe demise. And we've got to figure out how we got to that. No, point. no, we, we totally saw his demise, man. It, it's it's frustrating because it's it's a weird feeling to watch something and like it, but then like sit down and think about it and be like, uh, actually, <laughs> maybe it was bad. <laughs> so it's 
it's a it's a strange feeling but yeah it's it's a frustrating show it's it's frustrating because you like it when you watch it but if you actually want to sit down and think about it it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah it it seems like this second season was really sloppily and maybe hurriedly thrown together because let's not forget it's been under a year since season one so they got everybody back together. They filmed this, completed it, and rolled it out in less than a year. And I feel like in this day and age, that's probably not enough time to make something good or d- even decent. <laughs> do you think that they're going to try to do that again? I hope not. <laughs> I hope they give it at least a year. I mean, even at the end of the f- and- first season, they said coming this fall, only murderers in the building. And again, it was started, what, first of June? Yeah, summer. So... Yeah, just make it make sense. I think it's also uh, down to the writing. I think we both talked about this last week. We forgot, actively forgot that they were doing a podcast because they literally didn't mention it for episodes at a time Mm -hmm. in this season, which was a very big plot point of season one. This season, they act. You don't see them recording anything. You see every now and then you see Martin Short talking into his red iPhone eight from <laughs> like four years ago. Yep. And it's you, you forget about it. You actively forget that they're doing a podcast. And that was supposed to be one of the major plot points in the show. I mean, that's the whole reason. And the fact another thing that like got me was they're like, oh, their final season's coming up or their final episode. And so they admit that they're only going to do so many episodes but, but that's before they even figure out what's yeah. going on i was like well, what good is that and if if it's supposed to be a meta sort of thing doesn't work it if does. it's supposed to to align with the show that we're watching where we know that they haven't solved the murder yet or maybe they have I, it doesn't work it doesn't work on any level, whether it's trying to be meta. Cara Delevingne was a useless character. Totally. I think that the three, I think that Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez are great together. Those characters are great. And that's the only reason we're actually watching. But they just didn't write enough stuff beforehand for it to really make sense as it wasn't as developed as enough. It was underbaked. It's like having a baby. The first season was like a baby who's been there for a while. That baby's looking pretty. And then the other baby's kind of like, well, I spent most of the weeks in there, so that's going to be good. Um, what did work for me? Still the banter and like the, yeah. the way they work together. Um, the Even though I hated it, it was kind of exciting to see um the corridors and as they navigate it really that's really just them like navigating it i thought it was interesting um we're still in the building that was kind of cool um yeah it's really just the characters that i really enjoyed and their banter amongst each other that's what worked for me i like the broccoli huh the broccoli (laughs) Yeah, it's really gonna stick with me for a long time after this is, episode is over. Is what well, I'm you saying. gotta poop? We ate broccoli tonight. <laughs> you're saying that? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's um, TMI, man. We don't need to know. It's I, I feel the same way. Seeing those characters interact together in, in and of itself, 
I think that's the most interesting it's part. The reason why you're watching. But if you're looking for an intriguing murder mystery or a show that even adheres to its own whatever you know rules that it's set up for itself, it, it doesn't do that. Let me throw this out there too. Was it Jane Lynch? I thought she was hilarious. She for the forty seconds she was on screen this season. Yeah, she was hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> I thought that she was one of the better parts of one of those episodes. I was like, there she is being stupid and funny. I love that. And I feel like even on an individual level, each of those characters did not really get their moments that they needed. So you got, you got Steve Martin's character. He gets to re reunite with his kind of stepdaughter a little bit. Um, And then he asks his makeup artist out on a date. Martin Short's character knows that his son is not actually biologically his son because let's face it, they don't look anything like each other. <laughs> I mean, that's just rude, but yeah. <laughs> and it's resolved in a way where it's like, well, yeah, of course, this other guy that was actually the father is not really in the picture. And it's like, well, duh, not important. Selena Gomez, her arc is resolved in where it's like, I liked the guy that's had a tie dye sweatshirt, but he had a contract dispute. So he's not in this season. So did he have a contract dispute? Bisexual this season. Yeah. It was like, okay. It, her arc, it was just like, all right, well, I had this thing where apparently I'm a murderer, but clearly I'm not a murderer. And same thing. But a a liar. Where it's like, well, I'm not a murderer and I'm still not a murderer. And now my arc is resolved and we can paint over the mural I painted and actually renovate this apartment. Yeah, it was was just it felt like something that was rushed and maybe needed a little more time in the oven overall. Yeah, some good ideas, but none of the execution, honestly, over the course of 10 episodes really landed. I think it's a testament to how good those actors are and how good they are together that it, mm-hmm. I feel as positive about as as I do, but under any sort of critical examination, this series falls apart. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. It's still the characters. The core of the show is still very good. That's what sells it, and that's what's that's why we're still going. That's but. the main part of it. And then I think they, I think that they will definitely have some feedback. I feel like they've committed to season three, and they know where they lack, so they. If you consider this a sophomore slump, right? Maybe we can get beyond this. We have enough people so. who have been in the business for long enough to know how to really sell it and be fun. Let's see if they can do it. They've done it one season and they're savvy enough to do that. Let's see. Maybe we don't, maybe our focus isn't so much next time on how, who the murderer is or how someone died, but maybe the adventure to get there. Which maybe been the fault this time. It's always about the ending. Um, yeah, it's not hmm. about it's not about the ending. It's about the murders we saw along the way. Yeah, and I <laughs> I just think that's a bobo ass way of like killing somebody. I mean, if you killed somebody for the sake of a podcast, that's pretty dumb. Right. I mean, we established our person was crazy and was willing to do anything, but at the same time, that was just like a feather but, out of your hat, and you're like, oh, did, this works. Did we really? I mean, we got that in the ninth episode out of 10 
where it's like, oh, this person isn't what they say they're going to be. And that's a huge leap from them going, oh, they've been taken advantage of by Tina Fey to, oh, they've orchestrated this complex murder plot to frame this up, frame this other and group barely of can keep their lives together. Oh, my God. And yeah. And the cop, Dude. like you said, his his part in the whole thing was supposed to be a red I'm herring to point cop. us <laughs> to point us towards Tina Fey. But really, that was just to point us towards like dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> it was just like somebody was like, all right, let's pick the craziest person we can get. Let's start from the end and let's pick the wildest road we can get to or wildest person we can get to and try to tie it back to the show. When I think you need to. It just didn't feel natural. That's not a killer. I cannot feel. It honestly felt like either they made it up as they went along or they went with the most illogical conclusion possible and then worked their way backwards for there. Exactly. And they were like, (laughs) well, this will be more intriguing. What's the craziest thing? And that's okay to be eccentric and like surprise. Neither of those. It just didn't work. It's like at the end of a Scooby-Doo episode where it's like they take the mask off. It's like, well, who the fuck is this? And why were they involved? Oh, in you've seen him like 20 at the first like two minutes. And that's I, the last like, you saw. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that this person, I don't, I just don't buy it. <laughs> I just, I don't buy it. And that's the problem I had with it. I was like, I just, why you're why? selling it, but I can't. Nah, nah I just nah, can't. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> um, but once again, that's, that's the show. I thought it was, overall I'd give it a seven out of ten, maybe a six out of ten. It's a five out of ten for me. Really, I, it's, it's really the core characters that save it for me. Four out of those five is just because I enjoy seeing Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez together because I think they're really good. But I think I think they, they caught Selena Gomez out a little bit. This I think time. that the writing just let them down this season. I, I really do, and I don't know whether it's too much improving or if they just went with the dumbest murderer possible and worked their way backwards. But I just, I don't think the improv was a problem. I think (laughs) it was just like the writing. I, I do think that let them down (laughs) the whole arc, just who it led to is just kind of like, like why doesn't even make sense. Why do you think it would have been a better season if it was somebody made more sense? I think that that person... Let's say it was Tina Fey. Does that make you feel better? I think it could have been Poppy. It could have been Poppy all along, but don't wait till like episode nine to bring that in because otherwise we're like, okay. So we've been waiting this long? Yeah, it's what? like, oh, so it's just random. If we saw the if we saw breadcrumbs of that maybe in the first or second episode and then you went away from it, maybe. But it, it just... Exactly. Don't wait till the last next last episode to be like oh this these is scene, probably the murderer yeah all these pieces start making sense and it definitely is and it's like well what the fuck why did you do all these other eight episodes all this misdirection where they tried too hard um something that i really did enjoy was whenever they cut the tomato in half and they were doing the slow-mo stuff. I was like, what is the craziest thing that somebody could be upset about? And they try to get them to confess. Super Bowl replays. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, wow, that's that's she, hilarious. She hates the inside of the tomato. tomatoes. <laughs> and then they really <laughs> invested in that. That was kind of funny. Those oh. are like the random things that like somebody will say you know whenever you're hanging out with somebody and that's the part that makes you laugh and forget so i will say for some of it that i really enjoyed and once again that's our core characters just doing dumb shit and and it's like was that the writing 
Did they just make that up as they went along? Like that, that's gotta be some writing like that is the most enjoyable up, yeah. part of this. But I think that the talent is there to, you know, take that and make it weave it into something a little bit more than what it turned out to be. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it just wasn't this season. Phenomenal job on that, on the, comedy side of it yeah on um, the mystery side of it and who it ended up being dumb. the writing lacks but <laughs> you know that's that's the beauty of it that's how you know you got a good cast they could kind of make you see the the silver linings and want to see more from i think if they have a dud like this as far as how it ended then maybe i would stop watching well no i'll always watch it I just because i enjoy the it. Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short. I, just the characters. I, that's really what sells it for me. Yeah. I'm saying it aloud. Now I understand. My expectations will be significantly lower when season three inevitably, inevitably comes out. Yeah. We were like a graphic designer before plot wise. And now we were just like drawing with crayons. We were the we we're the full horse, but now same by the butt. We're just it's not same <laughs> artist, right? I mean, it still looks good, but at the same time, it, it the like, art has definitely fallen off of it. Yeah, it's like what are what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm glad we're on the same page. I was really uh, honestly, I was really nervous going into this and be like. We're going to have completely different opinions on this. No, I, but it is a very much a comfort food uh, TV show for me. It is. And it, it feels weird to like put it under that sort of critical analysis because when you're watching it, you feel a certain sort of way. But again, if you spend any time thinking about it, you're like, <sighs> you set yourself up to be a murder mystery. Maybe and, if you watch them back to back, maybe that's what makes the difference. Right. I'm going to spend the next two days watching both seasons back to back. I mean, if you can take work <laughs> off that long, <laughs> shit, man. You're going to come back next week and it's just going to be like, <laughs> just like pinup boards with a red yarn all over. Uh, you I'm, know, I will say that <laughs> is left in 42 in like 42 days smoking a cigarette and be like, <laughs> I figured it out. Oh yeah, you're gonna be Charlie. It's actually, yeah, it's actually brilliant. <laughs> um, so I will say this kind of falls victim to the same thing Prison Break felt victim to. It was like always at the end of the episode there was like a the next part to lead into the next episode, but it was like cliffhanger. Where that was in season one for all, uh, this show, it's not for the, uh, the current season. We didn't even bring up Obo Lady. From season one, they had a whole arc for about like what two or three episodes, and yeah, Charles kind of got dropped. <laughs> yeah, well, that was also Jane Lynch's best part, but it was also a part, it was like a rung in the ladder to get you to the next part to figure out what was going on. But still, that really let us know where it was like all these red herrings, they threw everything at you but the kitchen sink, which was, was the actual killer until the end. It was like, oh, this is the killer, but then it was like. Well, who saw that coming? It's kind of like like watching a movie exactly. and being like, oh, your friend, somebody in this group killed you. And then you're like, no, actually, there was somebody from outer space who came down here and killed you. Right. Okay. I, who saw that coming? I'm fine with misdirection as long as it winds up being in a logical conclusion. But yeah, this is the equivalent of, again, the Scooby-Doo villain taking off his mask and it's just some guy. And it's like. Well, who the fuck cares about this? Like, like who is this guy? Set this up 
literally at all until the next to last episode where he'd be like, well, here's a new person and we're going to delve into their backstory a little bit more. Yeah, nah, this that's not it's not Bobo. a good way to go about it. But Ryan, I think we've <laughs> we were more positive on She-Hulk and more negative and on on only murders than I thought we were going to be. And you know what? That's why I like doing this podcast because you're never quite sure exactly what you're going to get. Life's where our a, wrath is going to fall down upon. <laughs> life's like a box of chocolates, like this show. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes you get shit, and sometimes it's okay. But you know what? Bad, bad, bad. writing. Didn't like it. Anyways. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> As always. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this unraveling just like we unraveled the longer we had to talk about this. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, that'll do us for this week. And as we say um, at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate, I believe. What do you mean you believe? It's 90 night, bitches. Yeah, it's 90 night, bitches time. Until next time, folks. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.